Think you know what way it's going to go? Make your bet at Sports Interaction. We're on the road to the Super Bowl, and Sports Interaction has you covered pregame, live betting on all major sports and prop bets. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN. 19 plus, please play responsibly. She scores! Take a moment to look up at the ceiling. You're about to bust through it. SDPN, the PWHPA and Sports Interaction. Want to bet? Presents Hockey, like you've never heard it before. The Noxie and Cax Show with Liz Knox and Carol Emard. <laughs> Let's get it. Go. Welcome back, Noxie and Cax fans. We are back up to par this week. When we Cax are. joining us, happy to have you back, buddy. How are you feeling? I'm okay. I'm doing all right. Um, yeah, just a little couple weeks of rehab and now I feel better so I can uh, sit down and actually endure a full hour with you so that's why you know I didn't want to do it last week I was like it's not worth it it's just Noxie whatever yeah. um, this week is way better <laughs> <laughs> no I'm kidding I'm super pumped to be back and then uh, super pumped to have this one just the two of us and then yeah. update everyone and kind of get us going uh, for the next little bit and couple weeks that we have upcoming with the P-Dub too so yeah. this is exciting hey Cax had a little bump in uh, her last game, but I'm glad to yeah. see that you're, you're feeling a lot better now. Yeah, I just got a bad little hit here and there, and it happens. And, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll see what comes out of it. But uh, so far, so good. I'm stopped for three to four weeks. So I'll be I'll be watching hockey oh. for the next Well, little always while. good rehab is to come on the Noxing Cax show, <laughs> have a little laugh with your friends. Exactly. Exactly. You know what? I'll be able to listen to you. While you're broadcasting and True. covering these games moving True. forward. So there's a and plus. We will get to that. We were this fucking close to getting Abby Rock on the show. Like I'm telling you people, <laughs> we had her lined up. It was my fault. You know what? I'll take the blame before you go. I forgot to block one little part last night that she was available to come on the show. And I said, ooh, I can't. So ooh. it was my fault. That's okay. My bad. The saga but continues because we, will we get want her. Abby Rock. This is like kind of become a shtick for us now. It's like, we just (laughs) want her on the show so bad. I called her out in the middle of a game, like when we were in Hollywood, being like, hey, when are you coming on the show? She's like, well, you never asked me. So first of all, (laughs) but she will be on. Yeah, yeah. actually, everyone has been awesome and they want to be on this show. We just need to actually find time for them at this point. So our fault. Cax and I are organized chaos. Yeah. Tell me about we're we're not as bad as uh, Skags, I would say, but we're uh, hot messes <laughs> here and there at times, balancing Dude. all of our schedules. That's all. <laughs> What's the thing from last year? Two bumbling idiots. Anyways, <laughs> we're into February already. I don't know how. Like the season has just flown Crazy. by. So we're gonna have a little one on one time, Cax and I. We're gonna do a recap of our episodes, kind of with Izzy and Skags and Harmon and Brant. It was fantastic to have uh, Harmon and Brant on. Was odd by myself, but like I was gonna ask, and and this is something that we could just touch on. But I want to know what people think of like the two on the show at a time type of deal. Yeah, do we like it? Do we not? We I want feedback on that too. I love having everyone, you know. At the same time, I think there's like a a different vibe adding to it. Maybe I think less that nervous, like a little bit more comfortable. It's yeah. like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They can chirp each they, other. They kind of bring up each other's stories. 
I was going to say, and they, oh, you tell it. No, I will say it and stuff. So we, we see another angle. So I just, uh, I'm curious to see what, uh, what our fans like yeah. and not. And then maybe we can do it here and there, like one and then two and then one again. Maybe then, you know, bring we'll take the show on the road towards the I end would of the season. love and to do a live one. A speed you know? dating is what I'm thinking. Like just rifle players in and out. And we just ask them a couple questions. I think we should. I think it's a, I think let's, yeah, I think this would be a high vote. Yes. From yeah. all of our people and our listener here. I will. Yeah. yeah I'm in. We're just do it. spinballing ideas now, but we are <laughs> going to get to some of our news updates. Uh, we're going to recap the standings and take a look at each of the teams using cats with stats to kind of give you an idea, <laughs> paint a picture really of what these teams yeah. are shaping up to be. I mean, we've, we've had a good handful of showcases now, so we're starting to see some team identity form and, We'll go through that, and then we are going to remind you about the upcoming showcases. Of course, the most immediate one being our OHL weekend. So, let's go into a section that I've named, That's News. (laughs) (laughs) You're so creative, and I hope people appreciate (laughs) what is happening. So, (laughs) I love it. That's News, Liz. Kick us off with the first news of the day. Well, like I said, we're in February, which of course is Black History Month. And we're stoked to be amplifying Black voices, especially in the world of women's hockey and hockey at large. Absolutely. The Toronto International Film Festival debuted uh, this film, Black Ice, which aired on TSN last night, Thursday night. It was at like nine o'clock. So naturally, I was in bed already. But you can catch it on Crave. So I'm super stoked to catch that film. Uh, of course, our very own Sarah Nurse is in the film, along Absolutely. with our friend Blake Bolden and Sarah Tinker, who's been I doing know, I'm excited. incredible work. I know. I'm, I'm really excited to to watch this one. And then that's that's been on the list and I was waiting for it. So I'm really excited. So you said it and then I want to mention it again. It's on Crave in Canada. Uh, and I'm sure actually they can find it on any other platform. If not, uh, TSN will probably replay it because I've, I've seen it and I've caught a couple documentaries on on TSN live and stuff like that. So, yeah, give yeah. it a give it a watch and let us know what you think. But um, I'm really excited about it. And of course, like the premise of the documentary is that it kind of tracks or uh, goes over the history of the Colored Hockey League of the Maritimes and of the early 20th century Mm. and then the lingering history of anti-black racism in the sport of ice hockey. It's crazy. Um, Yeah. And it's it's interesting because the PWHBA, actually, there was recently an article shared, uh, written by Shereen Ahmed, good friend of the show, Mm -hmm. um, about the work that the PWHPA is doing with Dr. Courtney Cito. And Cax, you've sat in on some of these sessions. These are our anti-racism yeah. sh- sessions. Completely mm-hmm. voluntary, but it's... Yeah, I know. So, so every month, I think, uh, or so, uh, since, I want to say two years ago now, we've started these uh, sessions, and, and Courtney has been just awesome. We spoke about her many times here on the show. Um, had her... Uh, you know, it, it's the work that she does to make us realize, mm-hmm. you know, our normalities and sometimes how we are and how we see things and just gives us a different perspective. And, and yeah, the article that, that was written by uh, the CBC article basically, um, can be found on the CBC, CBC.ca sports opinion and then slash you can find it there. Um, I, I, uh, I think I've grown as a human and as a woman, uh, hockey player just by 
you know, sitting in these sessions and, and giving and understanding the perspectives that are coming from left and right. And, um, I just, I love Courtney and the way she puts it for us. Uh, and then I love that we can actually put it into, you know, actions uh, mm -hmm. by being there. And then what can we do? You right. know, like it's always what we ask. It's one, get not like gain the knowledge and two, what else can we do? How do we activate this? Yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah. it's really interesting because I was a sociology major in university at Sir Wilfrid Laurier. Got to shout him out. Great to be a golden <laughs> hawk. Um, but like that was such an integral part of my education was understanding, you know, oppression and racism and, um, you know, kind of all forms of diversity, how it operates or right. doesn't operate in our, in our structures, you know, at an intimate level mm -hmm. and a structural level. And I think after college, after university, I kind of realized that like, like I took it for granted because I was just like, Oh, this is important things to learn to be a good member of society and help, right. you know, activate social change. And even if it's just in my little circle of women's hockey in the world, like, um, and then I kind of realized that like a lot of people didn't take courses like that. And, and um, again, I'm not saying you should be forced to do anything, but it's a really, like we learn about, we have to learn about history when we're growing up. We have to learn math. We have yeah. to learn science. Mm -hmm. Like it's the social studies is like, I think it's kind of like when you're in grade six or seven, whenever you start taking social studies, I think it's really like grazed over. I'm sure there's some, you know, much more educated people who can tell me that you, sh you know, what level you can tell a 12 year old, yeah. like to what extent we're going to talk about. Exactly. Racism. Right. Like but, when are they open enough? To right. This but kind at the of same knowledge time, too. like empower, empower everybody to understand our histories and, and hopefully I, that I, inspires them to change or to, you know, actively work to better the spaces that we occupy. I couldn't agree more. And it, it also like depends on, you know, where you're from, small town cities, like what kind of like people was around you. I grew up in a mini village of like five streets and, you know, farmer's lands and stuff. And I wasn't like, really put into situation to, to understand these different perspectives and, and different ways of, you know, the oppression and everything that we've learned later on. And even then I majored in psych. I didn't take social classes or anything in university, History was the max I did, you know, in high school, obviously. Um, but just having the conversation, I was fortunate enough to have a assistant coach at St. Lawrence, Mayor McDougall, shout out to her, who has done an amazing work. I think her master's is in women's studies and, and social and stuff. And, and I, I should get the real thing that she did basically, but her ways of allowing us to have our own opinion, to ask questions, to learn about women, you know, empowerments and in, in life and what have people have done before us. And even, um, she, I think her major was black history as well too, or something. So she was like amazingly knowledgeable mm -hmm. <laughs> and just to come in her office and blur something. And she'd be like, let's think this one through. And like, you know, you, you process things and then she's allowing you to develop as a woman and as a person on top of, de of developing as a, as a hockey player. If it wasn't for her, I don't think many of us at St. Lawrence would have had like a little bit of a well-rounded or knowledgeable <laughs> type of brain mm -hmm. uh, coming out of there and, and seeing different perspective and understanding them too. It's not, it's not there for all. So I completely agree that people should probably learn that a little bit younger. I think it should be in our high school yeah. curriculum somehow. And like, and the way that Courtney Cito also, like her, 
I don't know. She's she's very relatable. She presents this information yeah. to the players. It's like Kak said, you know, it's an open discussion. Players are free to ask questions. Yeah. We don't, we, you know, we're, we're learning. A lot of us are still learning. We're continuously oh, learning. 100%. So it's like a good space to ask questions. And um, yeah, we're, we're very grateful to her, uh, all the work that she does. She's a Queens University professor, of course. And since it's Black History Month, I wanted to also amplify the Black Girl Hockey Club which yeah. I'm still trying to get my swag from, but it's okay. Not, <laughs> not that they've been withholding. It's that, you know, at the time I was going to purchase, I heard caught wind that they were moving to Canada. Of course, now they have BGHC Canada. So I've been contacting Soraya, our, you know, my good friend and just being like, girl, <laughs> set me up with some swag. Let's get this going. But you can go to their website, blackgirlhockeyclub.org. Take the get uncomfortable pledge to yes. basically pledge you know, anti-racism work in hockey, in women's hockey. You can donate there as well. Get gear. Um, it's a great initiative uh, and space organization to support this month, but every month of the year. Absolutely. And Rupert was agreeing with you, and that's what we were yeah, hearing in the background saying, yeah, get on this website. No, he was pushing people there. It's okay. <laughs> Get He's on the website. <laughs> Absolutely. Go donate. That's something you can actually do right now uh, in taking actions and helping. That's all. Like I, It can be as simple as that. Yep. Read a little and go donate. Learn. Love that. You know? Renee Hess, of course, too. want to give her a big shout out. Founder yeah. of Black Girl Hockey Club. She's doing amazing things. And there's like almost not enough of her to go around. Everybody wants a piece of Black Girl Hockey Club, which is amazing to see uh she's been working closely with nhl teams and uh just doing some incredible stuff in the hockey world so we continue to do the work on our end um and continue to learn and grow we're we're committed to that absolutely moving on a little bit um Ah. the rivalry series rosters coming to quebec and before you go there coming to quebec it's going to be awesome too and we want to give a shout out to one of our guests is what you were about to like a big get pumped quickly, you know? quickly, quickly becoming one of my favorite players in the PWHPA. Like, <laughs> okay. She had a sick weekend last weekend too. On Sunday, weekend. she had a hat trick, I think if I'm not mistaken, or I had a couple goals, a hundred percent and uh, was MVP of that game on Sunday, yes. the game right before me. Cause we were watching um, and I have to say, it was a blast to have her on the show. Yes. And it's a blast to kind of like get to see her like kill it on the ice. But even off ice, I'm like now paying attention a bit more to the outfit and paying attention a bit more to the, you know, attitude on the ice and everything, a little shove here and there. And um, you can can say it now, but the rosters of the Rivalry series came out and... Well, if you haven't figured it out by now, Tatum Skaggs cracking (laughs) finally... The U.S. roster. She, I texted her. She's been to every U or a USA camp every year since she That's was amazing. eighteen, and has no. yet to crack the roster. So we're so stoked for her. Um, it's it's going to be incredible. I know that you know she's been putting in the work. She's had a great season, as Cax said. She's a friend of ours, and we're just so happy to see her get this incredible opportunity at a, a time in her career. Like you know, she's post college. The best was going to still be ahead of her. Well, this is the thing. Like the game has changed too a little bit, and the national programs are also seeing that, right? We've seen a couple exceptions in the mix and everything, maybe like getting called up like later on, like 
Harmon, for instance, and, and stuff that if you didn't listen to the show, go and listen to it, guys. Hannah Brent and Savannah Harmon on that show that I missed was absolutely fabulous. But Skag's version, she's playing amongst the best. She's pushing herself. They're seeing that. They're seeing that she's performing in this level. Well, why not bring her and see how, you know, how Give she's doing against. Yes, absolutely. And I think, you know, that's like, I don't know, but it just like to me, it's like, okay, people peak at different times. And this is another freaking situation where Hockey Canada and USA Hockey are stepping up. Oh, she's not part of the mold, but yet she may yeah. have made it like, you know, and, and, and later on in life or she's been crushing it at all levels and maybe we should have given her a chance at some yeah. point. So. You know, props to you, Skags. We're pumped. Yeah. We are pumped. Way to go, Skags. So, <laughs> um, I'll be watching. Course, those games, as Cax said, are in Quebec. Yeah. Uh, the Trois-Rivières. Trois-Rivières, everyone. Trois-Rivières. That one is actually sold out. Yeah, so you can watch that one, I believe, on TSN RDS. And yeah, it's a, a little bit. Yeah, probably. It's a little bit of a smaller... Um, facilities but it's where the ec the east coast basically has uh team the lyon trois rivières are playing so it's going to be a riot there the fans are great uh it's going to be amazing i'm really pumped for the girls for both teams uh it's going to be like, like you said it's just sold out crowd so it's always fun and we are loud usually and then <laughs> so. game number seven to round out the series close out the rivalry series cax you got it. So it's uh, Wednesday, February 22nd, and it's at Place Belle in Laval. So that's where the Les Canadiens used to play once in a while. So I don't know if you've been there. I, I have. Know. I've been there. Yeah, I think the big the big ring. So you've been to two, right? There's a Complex Belle, so that might be confusing, where you beat oh, my gosh. ass. Complex Belle is where, where you won, so just so oh, you know. Oh, no. Plus, is but that where Place the Belle is the big guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got yeah. it. We did. So Plasville is game. a fabulous uh, rink. It's on, like the atmosphere there is sick uh, on its own. We played there uh, with big crowds, smaller crowds, and it was sweet. Uh, I'm really pumped for them. So that's at 7 p.m. on the Wednesday. I know my friends are all like still trying to get tickets and everything. So uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be another great game. Please don't hurt Rupert. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and just so you keep going and, and, you know, taking care of Rupert here, it's 3-2. Uh, U.S. is leading Canada 3-2 in that series too. So uh, it, it finished up on, on a good note for Canada. I'm looking forward to see what uh, the girls are doing here uh, in Quebec. And, um, yeah, it's going to be – I just can't wait. It's going to be loud. It's going to be good games. And it's they've, right all been, here. they've all been so close. We've had two of those – five games already go into overtime. So I know I, I'm, I'm, with you. I'm excited to again. see how this rounds out. Uh, going to be some good hockey. So definitely check that out. And mm -hmm. currently going on the PWHPA, we've got yes. five players at the yep. NHL all-star weekend. So we've got Alex Carpenter, Hillary Knight, Emily Clark, Rebecca Johnston, and Sarah nurse currently in Miami. Yeah, yesterday uh, we saw a couple of tweets, a couple of things going on. There's a little bit of a chal comp. So Canada took US and they did win. Uh, a little Clarky Nurse versus Nider Carpenter type of deal uh, for, I think it was PlayStation. I don't even know, but yeah. NHL 2023. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were gaming. So that's like the first little thing that they had. And then obviously uh, there's a couple other things. And I want you to talk to me about this goalie cool 
really type of skills. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. Uh, the eight goaltenders that will be participating in that. Is it Tandy Tandem? Is that, yes. is that what it is? Tandy Tandem. Okay. This Let's uh, talk brought about to you by it. Discover. Um, <clears throat> so this is a new event, I believe. It's eight goaltenders participating in the event uh, with one goalie from each division designated the shooting goalie and one the in-net goalie. So the shooting goalies will earn points based on the accuracy of their shots at the net. This is something... I feel like I would have excelled at because... Okay, wait, time out. It, you're in the slot and you're taking a shot on the goalie? Is that's that what's how happening? I imagine or, it. Yes. Okay, good. I yes. just need to picture it. So like an accuracy okay. shooting, but for goaltenders. Yeah, yeah. This is all how right, I'm picturing right. it anyways, based on the description. Um, I've Don't never seen this us. done before, so... <laughs> Don't <laughs> I quote us on way it. Off. They could be in the net passing to... It may be a passing target. I don't know. So yeah, I'm not we'll sure. have to okay. tune in and see. But all right. regardless, I would have fucking crush that because I was always better at playing the puck than I was at stopping it. So that okay. part I got locked. And then the in net goalie after yeah. the, or like in a series of passing, then the in net goalie has to face a rush of two, three or one player. So either a breakaway two on O three on O and then b- that's based on the number of points that they earn by the shooting goalie. So this is like way too much complication for most goalies brains, but we're going to tune in and see how it works out. And our women, our PWHPA athletes will be it, the shooters for exactly. either one on oh, two on oh, three on oh. So it's going to be exciting. See and some tic tac toe goals here. Good night. And we were see? saying like, like, okay, granted now they've been down there. I'm sure they'll get like a little bit of on ice time. I'm sure these players are going to be oh, planning. Yeah. Like, what are we going to do? Like, you got to go into this kind of on the same page, right? We were talking before we started recording about Kendall Coyne Schofield skating the fastest lap. Cax, tell us, you know, kind of about the the build up to this moment that she didn't even yeah. know she was going to be in. Yeah. So like I was, uh, we were chatting and that's like what, four years ago now or three, at least three anyways, but she got a phone call and it was like, just, uh, Hey, could you come? Someone got hurt, uh, in the, the fastest skater. And then they thought of potentially like, bringing a, a, a girl or woman to go skate. And then would you come and do like the fastest lap? Let's like do it. And she's like, I'm like, yes, sure. Like, and was kind of asking questions to her agent and then who should like whatever. And then they put her on a flight. She got there and she got there last minute ish or the day before something potentially did a lap the night before. And then her skates weren't sharpened. There's nothing really happening. And then she didn't even warm up before. Like, you know, like I was thinking like, Maybe she did an active warm up out, out for the, of the ice, but you don't have to swings. take a You're freaking, go. yeah, something like that. <laughs> and she just goes and, you know, now it's like announced that that day she's going to do the lab. She's going to do the demo, everything. Like there's no really like a uh, plan for women's hockey to be involved in this all-star uh, edition. And she just sits on that like red line, blue line. And then I was like, what was the, like how did you feel she's like honestly i think i blacked out like it was like (laughs) like the nerves and everything and i'm just like picturing herself first of all you know you're not really like fully warmed up one two your equipment is like maybe shitty hopefully you don't cross over hit the boards or you know fell off and then you're performing this thing in front of like like thousands of people thousands of thousands of people and she's like and I knew I needed to do well. Like I knew. So like what we were saying is that she just showed up, did it, killed it, crushed it, beat guys. Right. And those are like five of the fastest men in the NHL. And she's amongst them. Right. 
So she's beating a lot of other people in the 31 teams that exist. Let's put it this way. And the pressure that she put on herself to do it, like, what if she failed? No. You know what I mean? No, like what if it- she failed? And then we have this, I'm going to be rude for a hot sec, but I'm going to, I get this beautiful commenters like <laughs> typing on the keyboard saying to go back to her kitchen and all that jazz. Like I got when I took a penalty and that was my normal <laughs> habitat that you made <laughs> comments on. Like it would have been, she knew that if she failed, there was nothing that would, you know, help us in the future. She, she had to kill it. Yeah. And because she killed it, now we're having five other girls doing something different because this is a, the third time that we're having, you know, different scenarios with the NHL all-star games. We've had the first time it was like just demoing. We had Be- uh, Deckard. I was there, Hillary Knight, Megan Duggan, a bunch of the Americans were there to show. Then we had a full on game. Right? Yeah. They kind Remember? of just like sprinkle the women in. Yeah. But that and then moment. We- like I oh would God. agree is in, and whether I, she the knew the magnitude feel. of it or not is like, oh. that was a turning point in women's hockey history, honestly. Yeah. And then she goes on like Kendall Coyne, for those that don't know, um, is the president of our players association. So yeah. she like, she writes a book fast as her, which I, you know, I'm sure some of our listeners have read. If not, definitely pick up a copy, come to a PA showcase, get it autographed. She writes a book, <laughs> basically about that moment, what like what the weight that that carried and how it changed yeah. the way that the general population looked at, at women's hockey. Then she takes on a president's role with the PWHPA while she's working for the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. And of while course doing, she was broadcasting too. I'm pretty sure in between the glass, like right. at the bench level. Yeah. And like she has a number of organizations that they run through the uh, Schofield family foundation. Yeah. Uh, they opened a park in her name. While she's an owner of, uh, you know, Chicago like, red star there. And just, like, yeah, just inc- an absolutely incredible, incredible human being. And actually it's funny enough. I like texted her yesterday. was like, Hey, on a whim (laughs) you want to come on the podcast tomorrow (laughs) like like she's booked like months in advance and i was like hey uh, what are you doing tomorrow morning you want i think i think honestly we need to get her on it i think it's uh someone some like people need to hear how much she does like you just ramble it and i think it's the first time that people actually hear how much she does for us and her knowledge on you know, she is a co-owner with her husband of, uh, and other owners, obviously, in that's for that's MWSL. Um, but the knowledge that they both bring for, you know, contract player, like rep, like everything that comes around from an NFL standpoint, from an MWSL standpoint, from her own experience with USA hockey, like it is so impressive. And, uh, you know, to have her leading it our way, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't be more, um, calm. Sit behind these people and be like, yeah, yes. And even like super open for suggestion or or recommendations or anything too. And at times, oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah, that's a great point. We should absolutely do this. And really truthfully has like the players needs, you know, at heart. Honestly, the best part was she considered it. She's like, how long does an episode take? I was like, oh, normally like an hour to an hour and 15. She's like, ooh, yeah, I just don't have an hour before my next call. I was like, I was fully expecting just like boom, ghosted, like not going to talk to you at all. Like, Noxie, what the hell are you thinking? But um, I do think that if we plan well enough in advance, we can get get her on the road. And you guys will love her as much as we do because 
yeah, as Cax is saying, she's just a fantastic person. Um, so all that PWHPA <laughs> at All Star Weekend. That's how we got on that topic. Ooh, I did want to talk about tickets. So we have OHL yeah. Weekend coming up, and I have to apologize because explain to us for like Clear the last like three episodes, three or four weeks, I've been like, yeah, go to you know OHL.com and find their team, and then buy the tickets. And the Peterborough tickets have been a little bit of a journey, let's say. And that's nothing that's a against nice way to put it. the organization or anybody that's working hard for us. It's just, no. this is a school buyout game. So initially the tickets went to the schools. Um, it's going to be a fantastic game. It's at 11 a.m. Um, I actually, Kristen Richards, her girls hockey team that she coaches at De La Salle College is making a trip to Peterborough to wow. come watch her play. So Shout I want to just throw out. that in because she's pumped that her students are there. They obviously love her. She's a fantastic coach. Um, so it's cool. That's a school day game. Like it's kind of like schools, teachers. We got Carolyn Prevo, uh, Shay Tiley, Kristen Richards, um, Victoria Box in, in Teachers College. Like we have so many people in that network that are right. either planning to become teachers or, you know, post playing career. That's what they want to do. So, uh, and all of us, I'm sure, had great teachers growing up. So to have a school day game is awesome. Back to the tickets. <laughs> I fucked it up, okay? So I was telling you to go to the website. Our Instagram link is correct. So you can get Peterborough tickets, Gen Pop now, as I call it, Gen Pop tickets uh, through That's our open. Instagram link, or you can go to gopeatsgo.com, follow through tickets, search single game tickets, buy online. There's like a little hyperlink. It'll take you to the Grant Thornton box office. And then in the search bar, you search PWHBA, <laughs> then you buy. Or just go to our go to the Instagram link. and click the yeah. link. You can get tickets. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot simpler now. But our, uh, I will say our website is being updated. So that link on our website on the PWHBA.com is being updated. I'm sure that will be updated by the time this airs. But in the event that it's not and it takes you back to the school day page, just go to Instagram. Just... Yeah. You can get tickets there. It's going to be a great day. There you go. And then link in the bio. <laughs> this Click is like, on it. Yeah. Buy your tickets. Yeah, show like, up. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not like an IT. That's specialist. how simple it should be, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't write code. Jeez. I don't know how to do this. Um, the last Ooh. thing in our news item, Cax. In that news, it's, it's the, the final show showcase. Wow. <laughs> Hey, we didn't even plan this. I just have to say, I didn't really I, like plan on singing. Were you? I see a band in our future. Yeah, we should. You know what? We have angel voices. So Insert absolutely. Cricket sound here. <laughs> yes, there will be a final showcase that we have yet to announce. I'm like, and we can't do it today. Can we, we can't. I want to, ah. but we can't. The players have known about this. It yes. is extremely exciting. The players are pumped. Huge, massive, gargantuan, epic announcement of our <laughs> final showcase location. Ugh, I just, I wish I could scream it from the rooftops right now, but. I will say from a player standpoint, you said it. We're fucking pumped about this one. If yeah. I can say that one. You can. We're, we've been pumped about every single one that we've been announcing since January. But yeah, the final one. 
you know, it's it makes that little like Might intensity higher. Maybe the last one in terms of like the secret gap tour thing, history made or not. Like you know, it's so yeah. Like, it feels you better like show a, up. It feels like a pretty epic, honestly, event and. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of work. <laughs> a lot of work has gone into these last four years. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited. You should be too. Stay tuned. Next week, the PWHPA will be announcing that location. And you are not going to want to miss a single second of that. So I started taking AG1 as part of my morning routine. And as someone who's always on the go and trying to get the right nutrition is something that I've struggled with for years. But AG1 honestly makes it so convenient. Like one scoop in the morning, it's all your health products in one. I just have my AG1, my coffee, and I'm ready to go. By far, the easiest habit I've added to my daily routine in 2023. So I love it. I love it because it helps me uh, to know that I'm hitting my vitamins and my greens intakes daily. I also feel phenomenal physically. I have more energy uh, for the gym, for my workday, and even for practices uh, whenever I have them during the week. I also love to start the new year with some goals. We spoke about it to keep that kind of like in the fo- focus of like self-care, self-help. And AG1 is helping me have a healthier lifestyle right now. And my routine is easy to keep. I'm telling you, this one is a guaranteed achievable goal for this year and a new healthy habit I will keep for sure moving forward. So I love it. Thank you, AG1. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com forward slash TKKS. That's athleticgreens.com slash TKKS. Check it out. We will get to kind of highlighting all of our uh, upcoming showcases after we take a look at standings. So, first of all, (laughs) we'll go to the tour leader. No surprise to anybody that's been following the Secret Dream Gap Tour. Team Harvey's is just like pulling away in front. Of course, Cax plays on Team Harvey's, so she's got a biased opinion here. But 27 (laughs) points. Um, Tell us a little bit about your team. And why you guys are so freaking good, other than Yeah, I will... um... (laughs) You know what? We have a... Uh, I don't know what the attitudes are on the other team in the locker room. Everyone's getting along. I will say that everyone's having a blast in any of the teams that were, you know, part of in this year's showcase. And, and they love the concept of mixing everyone from everywhere. Uh, I will say that for Harvey's in, in, in a sense, we have been, uh, chirped for having meetings on Thursday night before showcases or for Mm. having video session or for having, you know, a little bit of a concept for, you know, follow this, follow that. Or when in doubt, here are the, you know, two, three things that you should do and you should expect your line mate to do or your defenseman to do in these areas. So as a whole, I said it, we have good people in all the teams. I love my teammates. They're awesome. On top of it, we have a great staff um, led by Corey uh, Chevry. And I think that her experience on, you know, coaching teams uh, like Hockey Canada that are made on this on the, the fly, basically, or you have your team for a season, but you don't necessarily train them all year long, may have advantaged her a little bit in terms right. of how to deal with us. So Harvey's <laughs> is killing how it. How to deal with you is the perfect way to put it. 
<laughs> and Harvey's killing it because we have great freaking players, amazing goaltenders. I will say that. Both of them have been playing awesome. Boss is going to perform a bit more in Tampa. I'm excited uh, to see her out there and this weekend and uh, in the uh, GTA weekends as well, too. We'll see that our three goalies were sick and have been sick since Cheryl, and you know that. And then our coaches have just been killing it. Hey, here are the three things you should focus on. Here's what you need to do. So Here's a good a game plan. A good game plan Amazing goes a long game. way. I will say that. And, and uh, I'll I just think like, everyone's buying it. Let's yeah, be honest. I'll, I was just going to say, I'll be it. Like, I don't know. I'm not in the Scotiabank's on it, Adidas dress room. So I don't know what information they're getting. We know what you're getting. So if it's working, then don't change it. And you said, okay, so you got Pooh and Eldridge who are in the two of the top five, top five. in scoring. Yeah. Uh, both played 11 games who's got 15 points and Eldridge with 12. So that's, that's really going to help your team. Um, it does. It does. And also in that leaderboard though, Rebecca Johnston, yeah, 17 Bank, maybe. points. She's leading the league right now. 17 points in 11 games. That's absolutely insane. Nine goals, eight assists. And then rounding out that top five Blair Turnbull with 12 points in 11 games. So tied with Jesse Eldridge. Um, so there, it's no surprise based on that information, obviously, that they've had a very competitive season, but they're actually sitting in third place right now. So let's talk a little bit about Scotiabank. You know, they've got, they've got scoring leaders. Yeah. But when you look at the kind of the, the scoring leaderboard, that it's, it's kind of quiet until you get down to <laughs> Megan Keller's, you know, in, in sitting in 12th. Kelly panics yeah. up there. And then, you know, it kind of tapers off into Bourbon A, Shelton. A lot of defense actually racking up I was gonna points say, on Scotiabank. I was going to say, I think they're getting a lot of help from that area. I, you know, in terms of like how Scotiabank is, you said it. Like, again, another team with Emron Smashmeyer and uh, Soupy uh, Kimball in the back there. They were faced, I will say, by probably the, I think I saw it, like, I did it, I don't remember what show, but we did a little bit of a thing. They faced the most slot shots, so so shots coming from the danger zone. Um, so I think that, although the points are coming from their defensemen, and the points are coming, you know, a lot, you know, Rebecca had great games. I think Skaggs had a good games, and she's on that. Uh, that team as well too. Uh, sometimes defensively, I think we're having we're running into a little bit of a pickle on who takes who and and you know passes to the danger zones are being allowed maybe here and there. But that's it. Like on other than that, that team has been creating a ton of scoring chances. They're dangerous. Every time we play them, it's like you know back and forth, and it's like offense, offense, offense. Well, and it makes sense. And I think, you know? interestingly, like the Scotiabank D, because they're so active offensively, like at times, maybe it's burning them on the other side, right? Like, because you're getting four players jumping into the rush. Exactly. And these teams say. are so quick in their transition game. Like, mm-hmm. I noticed it, uh, especially in the, oh gosh, now I'm trying to remember who played on the Sunday. It was a whirlwind. <laughs> it was Scotiabank versus uh, Sana and then Adidas versus Harvey's. We both played on Sunday. so Yeah, and I believe it was a Scotiabank Sonic game where it was L. Shelton like was almost always, you know, either three yeah. on the offensive triangle or coming in as that second wave, second or third wave jumping into the play. Like 
between Shelton, Keller, like yeah. these defense like to get into the play. Um, and, you know, that's kind of a risk you take. You try to create offense. Sometimes it, you know, turns around at the other end just because the transition game is so fast. But exactly. They're, they're only one point behind. So Scotiabank, Harvey's in first, Scotiabank in third. And Scotiabank is only one point behind Team Adidas. And Team Adidas and Scotiabank, I think, are so similar. Yeah. Perhaps not in how they generate their chances, but like Adidas defense, like they're so good. They're and they're very say offensive that, as well. I will say that Adidas, like, so the difference between the two in terms of scoring chances is like a lot more is created off like four check situation in Scotiabank yes. or Ozone play. Yes. Ozone play. And then clearly Adidas is like power is from the rush. So yeah. you get they're two fast. teams that are they're so fast, right? With Stace, Candle, O'Neill, Sonny, like name them. They're all like going at a different speed. Yeah. Um, and Nursey, like everyone, everyone's just going and joining and, and stuff. And so, you know, that's the main difference. I will say that like Adidas is trying to generate as much as they can off the rush. So it's a one and done or one recover try to get again uh, at the net versus Scotiabank can spend a lot of time in their ear zone. So they're yeah, tiring possessing. the other team. They're like possessing, they're doing a lot. And that's what Sunnet is like too, to me as well too. playing mm-hmm. against them. They're also tough. There's like lines. There's like, you know, Abby rocks is dangerous. We're going to get her on the show. I get it, but she <laughs> is always in- dangerous. And then you have, you know, I think they had Brent Skarupa and Niter playing together uh, last uh, showcase. Cause Haley Skarupa is now part of the, the whole group and that line was dangerous then you had abby uh with her line i think vasco was playing on on her left wing or right wing and then um oh what's the i'm forgetting the other line mate god anyways another stud that i can't remember her name obviously for some stupid reason but those two lines on each teams are generating so much and then not only will i the third line and fourth line of every single team can actually play against any lines one or two or whatever and then shut them down too well, I was so like say, you've got yeah. like true defensive abilities and offensive abilities in all teams and it's just a matter of like you know who's going to be more on in terms of like opening up the danger zone in your d zone or not or blocking that stuff so you get a puck in the middle what do you do with it right them to the side right do the roll like the stuff don't try to deke and sometimes that's what happened it's like a d wants to go or shoots it in the middle and then you generate another shot uh against you and stuff like that so it's the little details that actually make the biggest difference defensively i think um so yeah i i think that's what's been happening maybe with sonnet and uh where they can generate so much offensively but then you know there's like Aaron Ambrose was hurt too and wasn't playing. So you're losing a couple D there. Mm-hmm. I'm just excited to see what's going to happen to between Scotiabank and, and Adidas seeing who's finishing two and three. Right. Um, and then it's just a, maybe an advantage and the last showcase potentially. I don't know. We don't know where we'll the standing see. will go. You know, Well, I'm, I talked a little bit with it um, about it with uh, Hannah Brandt. Of course she's on Sonnet. Yeah. And like they have <laughs> all the pieces, like they have, they all do. the pieces they need to be, you know, a real contender. And they are a threat to play against. I mean, we said it before, we'll oh, say yeah. it again. The Harvey Sonnet matchup is like one of the most entertaining matchups that we've seen this year. Yeah. And it's just that Harvey's just seems to have that extra it factor when it comes down games on the line that, you know, they just seem to yeah. be able to pull away in the dying minutes or, you know, in the third period or in overtime. 
But Sonnet is right there. I mean, I think that this is a team that cannot be underestimated because as the season goes on and they just, you know, kind of become a little bit more comfortable in their identity, um, you know, they can hang with, with the top top teams as well. And to that point, I mean, I think that defensively, they have to play a different structure than a team Adidas, let's say. We just talked about team Adidas speed up front. I mean, they can play... Uh, you and know, you have Jocelyn Fast there, right, too, on right. top of it. They, like, they can play a very, like, <laughs> crash bang, tons of pressure in their zone. Like, yeah. if they get exposed, they have the foot speed to, to get back into position or to pick a man up. But mm-hmm. I think Sonnet, on the other side of things, and it's not a knock on them, but strategically, I would be playing a lot closer and let, let other teams Five play men. on the outside. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, eliminate the in-house chances, eliminate those slot shot opportunities, and Absolutely. when you get the puck, when you get that transition, then you have the energy to have an odd man rush the other way. And with, you know, Hillary Knight, uh, Hannah Brandt, Abby Rock, like v- very heavy American offensive prowess on this team, not to knock the other players, but you get those chances, like you got to bury, right? Like, because you, you're only going to get them maybe five, six times a game. I know. And that's my, it's, that's uh, my tip. <laughs> It's a good tip. I think it is. And then keep it simple. Take it out. You know, like sometimes we're trying to maybe tread a long pass a lot or too much and, you know, bringing it into a rush for them may help. Anyways, in in terms of attacking with like five and being a threat, because they are every time they come in, I'm like, oh, boy, like, oh, yeah, this could go in our net 100 percent. Like they have the talent. uh, I'm not sure if you mentioned it already, but Abby Rock is sitting third right now. In points, yeah. 13 points in 11 games. Uh, she's the only team Sonic player in the top five. Well, as we said, the saga continues. We're going to have her on the yeah. podcast very, very soon. But uh, like you say, you find somebody that can finish like that and you just, you just got to ride, ride that momentum, right? Exactly. And then, then I think Jenner is on, is on the verge. And if not, like we'll climb up the stuff. She had a good weekend too. And, you know, things will get uh, like going at this Jenner is dangerous. Yeah, Jenner's dangerous a top 10, zone. Top ten points getter. Like, yeah, and then so you know having having all those girls kind of connect together. Like, I mean, like it's it's the top five for like Sonnet right now in terms of like it's you know Jenner is in it, Abby Rock is in it, Vasco is in it, Anna Brandt, um, you know, and then we'll see like Hillary Knight and then the other ones. So they're all like in the top fifteen twenty in in terms of like how it goes and and what will change it and i'm just i'm excited to see what they and they always say like it's okay we'll play when it <laughs> fully matters so like a playoff right. team type of vibe you know? so I'll, yeah. I'll hear it i'll i'll keep uh listening and see how it goes you know yeah. exactly and <laughs> i love it we did want to get to some of our uh upcoming showcase reminders so we touched yeah. a little bit on peterborough which is friday february 10th that's next friday which is mm-hmm Crazy. You got Harvey's and Scotiabank in Peterborough. 11 a.m. Uh, February, also on February 10th in Niagara, hosted by the Niagara Ice Dogs. You've got Team Adidas and Team Sonnet at 7 p.m. Yes. And then take us to Saturday. Saturday, February 11, um, at 1 p.m., we'll have Adidas playing against Harvey's in Barrie, Ontario. Um you know, we're trying to put players in their hometowns and uh, that's one for sure for Jesse Eldridge and Barry. And then the, the Saturday game, uh, Sunnet, we've got a couple of people from St. Catherine's area, Niagara. So uh, go see your hometown 
players and hero type of thing. February 11. So again, 11, we have Adidas versus Harvey's at 1 p.m. in Barrie. And then we have Sonnet versus Scotiabank at 6 p.m. in Kitchener, hosted by uh, the Kitchener Rangers uh, there in the OHL. And then the Barrie, I'm forgetting. It's a... There you go, Colts. I should have known. Jessie posted something <laughs> uh, yesterday, her favorite team of all time and stuff, and she's been to a lot of the games. So I'm very excited for all of our players to be playing in the GTA. And thank you to the OHL teams for stepping up, you know, and, and making this weekend such a good one for all the little girls and boys and families that want to come out and come and watch us. Anyone that's a big fan of hockey, we yeah. want you in those rinks. And you sure. can join our broadcast. Uh, Let's it, talk about this all Izzy, setup, eh? Izzy Germain on the play-by-play <laughs> and yours truly on the color in what I'm calling the Izzy and Noxie Broadcast Roadshow because we are hitting four cities, four <laughs> different games in two days. It's going to be an absolute whirlwind. And it's going to be amazing. That I think they should put a camera. So good on Saturday night. <laughs> I think they need to put a camera on your cars and just see like, okay, now we're switching. Okay, Adidas on it. Let's go. Let's get the vibe Genuinely, here. We're going. Yeah, I think that it could be like an amazing race vibe where like <laughs> you're seeing us in the back of a car being like, okay, what are we going to talk about this game? Who are we looking at? What are the stats? This stats? Like, you know, there's a like lot. Like for of- people to understand, like you're going from Peterborough to Niagara. Yeah. Then that you're done for the day. <laughs> that's messed up right there. And then you're going from Barrie to Kitchener. Like, you're not having easy ones. And like, you know what? If you are uh, somewhat of a religious person or a faith, you know, faith-based person, spiritual even, your thoughts and prayers are greatly appreciated that we don't hit any traffic or snowstorms or gas car s- issues. Like this is going to be, <laughs> this is going to take a Christmas miracle. This is funny. And let's, let's talk about this too, because I think it's funny when we had a player rep <laughs> call too. It's funny? That's <laughs> it's funny for you and everything, but it's also funny for, uh, we have Americans, we have people from everywhere. We have like, where's Peter bro? I don't yeah. fucking know. Right. Like they don't know whatever. <laughs> I, like that's how they think. Right. And, and, and then we had nursey saying to all the player reps in our call, guys, I have one thing to add. Let's just make sure all of our players are well aware that there will be some driving. And then she just paused and she's like, we're sleeping in Toronto. Let's be honest here. We're yep. all at a hotel in Toronto. And there's going to be an hour or twos at time to go to games and to come back. Let's just make sure our players yep. are aware of that, you know, and let's just be okay and very clear. And then she paused and everyone's like, oh, yeah. She's like, no, let, let's make sure. Let's yeah. make sure everyone from California, from everyone. I was like, Mercy, I think we got it. Like, okay, I have a question for you. What yeah. is your go-to? This is impromptu, but oh. what was, what is your, or was your, or is your go to like bus? You have like, let's say you have like a six hour, eight hour road trip. What are you oh. doing on the bus, Cax? Six hour road trip. I, I, I would go back to college. Obviously, we had movies and stuff like that and chatting, but on my way there, I think, well, yeah, I for sure watch a movie or something or a show. I have that on my iPad. It's got to be. And then, uh, you know, chat. I will be a chatting person, yeah. you know, I'll sit with, uh, catch up with whoever's awake. And then if no one's awake, I force myself to try to nap, but it's more so me staring on my eyelids the whole time. Cause I can't freaking nap on these buses. Uh, back in college, I wouldn't do work. I don't know if you did work or whatever you did back then, but 
not one of those. I barely did work at a desk, let alone on a bus. That ain't happening. Yeah. To, to go to places is tougher. Uh, Sida, when we were coming back from places, we knew what we were doing. You know, back at a bus, table was there. Couple of drinks, maybe. Couple brews. Cele- celebrating the wins and stuff. And then, <laughs> true pro <laughs> hockey. <laughs> I didn't you have level. many celebrating wins, but we drank oh, anyways. Win or lose, we booze. That was our yeah. motto. <laughs> but, well, our drives were our drives were everywhere. like drive to Markham, drive to Toronto, drive to Boston, or fly to Calgary. Yes. My favorite trip, and I will put Charlie and Bonte on the spot right now, and I'm sorry for it. But my favorite road trip of all the time, all time, was coming back from Calgary in the plane. And we're all like, I'm sitting beside Poo and other people. And then the lady comes down and she's like, oh, drinks or whatever. I'm like, I'll have a, a Sprite. Like, it's okay. And then Poo is like, oh, I'll have a water and whatever. And then we hear, I'll have a rum and Coke. <laughs> then we turn. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, Charlie? She goes, why not? So we're all like, okay, we'll have a rum and Coke. <laughs> we emptied the bar. The empty little, like the plain bar. We emptied it of rum. There's no rum. Oh they had to gosh. refill the thing because the team just got after it a little bit because Charlie is not a drinker. Like she'll participate here and there. Mm. But that day she felt like having a rum. Yeah. And, and I, that, that was really my- rally the girls to be like, all right, guess we're doing this. I'm we both favorite- looked at each other and just said, make it double. <laughs> we, uh, well, we were coming back from uh, Calgary one time as well. Uh, the flight attendant came by and he was like, Oh, like you guys must be a hockey team or something. Right. Like we all, you know, yeah. a group of hockey players. We do look like a sports like, team or something. Fucking obvious. <laughs> um, anyways, he's like, Oh, you guys, you know, you're the hockey team, soccer team. Like, what are you? We're like, Oh yeah, we're a hockey team. He's like, Oh cool. Like what league is it? And we said the Canadian women's hockey league and him being like probably somewhat familiar with women's hockey, but not familiar I think he thought we were like the Canadian, the Canadian like, Olympic team. team. And he was like, you guys want anything? You just let me know. We're on a WestJet flight. You guys want drinks? All good. I got you. Like, I'll keep you guys supplied the whole flight. So our Markham Thunder team, who's very much, I shouldn't say very much not, but like the vast majority of us are not Thunder, right? team. The Funda. Yeah. The Markham Funda. We're like, Adam, keep the beers coming. Whatever his name was. <laughs> <laughs> and like, holy smokes, like, girls were landing to do in Toronto being like, how are we getting home? Like, we got to get Ubers <laughs> now. Like, we just got absolutely lit. But it was awesome. Like, hey, someone's going to offer me free drinks. I'm like, no. The unprep, like, not planned type of, like, tipsy drinking times. Yeah. Those are my faves. Yeah. I'll say that. Exactly. Welcome to Noxie and Caxie's little <laughs> reminiscing moment here about the C-dub yeah. and the fun times we had. And Let's if you want to think about a good time. There's probably no better time than Tampa. February you 26th, know 24th to 26th, Wesley Chapel, Florida. Book your vacation and get yeah. to Wesley Chapel. It's a nice little facility, USA hockey stuff there. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Happy to see the girls going to a, somewhat of a warmer climate, especially when we're in this cold <laughs> snap right now, because just walk outside okay. and can't feel your face. <laughs> Not okay. And then after that, March 4th and 5th, we are back in Washington. Cannot say enough good things about the Washington Capitals organization. Mm -hmm. Professionalism that they treat us with. You know, I will 
I'll say this till I'm blue in the face. This is one of my favorite stops last year. Probably <laughs> You're my biased. favorite. Oh, You're biased. Gosh. And I can't wait to go back. I took a vacation day just so I could go back. March That's 4th amazing. Uh, MedStar Capitals Iceplex. Can't wait to, wait to see that gang again. Uh, Peter, Jesse, all the all the fantastic people there. And mystery location. <laughs> you thought I was going to say it, didn't you? <laughs> but you kind of know that it's going to be in March. That's what you kind of know about. And you kind of know that, you know, we might or may not have playoff. Who knows? So. It's going to be awesome. Cannot yeah. wait for that announcement. Uh, stay tuned this coming week. I'm sure it will be, you know, early to mid uh, next week. So like Absolutely. Fifth, somewhere in there. Fifth, so seventh. again, this upcoming weekend, we have our GTA type of like weekend. Tampa is next in February 25th, 20, uh, 24th, 26th. Washington, and then Mystery. So, Mystery. We're going to be busy, but Mystery it's going to be freaking awesome. Oh, that's no, a good that's movie. It. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. And as always, you can keep the up with the Hickles are hosting show. us, actually. <laughs> you know what? The Hickles are, are hosting us in Alaska. We're going to go yeah. and hike. Their, their lives are great. I wish, I wish we should get those two on the. Pod as well too. The Hickle sisters, Zoe, yeah, yeah and Tori, yeah, yeah. great hockey players. Okay, sorry, go ahead, yeah, Maxie. I cut you it's off. It's okay. It's okay. I'll just My round bad. it out by saying, <laughs> as always, <laughs> you can keep up with the Noxie and Cack show by following us at SDPN Sports on Instagram and Twitter, and you can stay up to date with PWHPA at pwhpa.com or on social at pwhpa. Tune in next Friday to see if we've managed to get Abby Rock on the show. (laughs) This is like Carmen Sandiego. Well, this is tough because it's series coming too. So we're going to have to like get Mm. this thing done. So stay tuned, people. (laughs) We're sorry, Abby. And sorry, fans. But we will get her. We're determined. That's all for this week's episode. Thank you so much, Cax. And uh, we're glad to have you back. Absolutely. I'm glad to be here. Thank you, everyone. Noxie, have a good day, girl. See you next week. The Noxie and Cax Show on SDPN, produced in partnership with the PWHPA and presented by Sports Interaction. Want to bet? Follow Noxie and Cax on Twitter at 27Noxie and at CareLMRD. The views expressed are those of the individuals and are not necessarily those of the PWHPA. Check out SDPN.ca for more Noxie and Cax and the rest of the SDPN crew. She scores!